0: Welcome to the Hunter's Hub! Um, after a very exciting episode last time, we're going to tone it down a little bit. Um, this is Fort One, uh, tune, uh tuning in. Ha ha ha, talking to you. Um, and, the, and as always, joined by co-host
1: Haru. Yeah, you know, it's Haru17, which is based on a lot of my online news names, but you know, it's increasingly you know, confusing. Why do we still call ourselves by these fake internet names? We're not associated with the Reddit at all anymore. So you know
0: I I I go by Fortuan on everything though.
1: That's normal for me. <laughs> oh, well, me too. It's just, you know, it's like, like are we really talking to each other? Are we just talking to like impressions of each other's existence, man?
0: Okay, that's a little deep, so maybe take <laughs>
1: But Goomba but Goombas we'll though. So. But, but yeah, Goombas.
0: so we'll take a step back. And start talking about Mario Maker 2. Uh, and there was a recently a direct. Um, I didn't catch it live, but uh, I certainly wanted to. I just forgot. So I watched it later. And I was pretty impressed. Um, I know, Haru, you're not particularly enthused by, especially the slope.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> the celebration of slopes. I thought it was a good direct, but I was going back and I was watching the first trailer in anticipation of this. Mm-hmm. and it's literally a minute-long trailer, and the first 30 seconds is slopes. And this direct, they go into, like, new features, and it's like, slopes, gentler slopes, different types of slopes. Slopes are a beautiful thing. <laughs> it's like, all so, right, guys, it's a diagonal line on the screen. Like,
0: There's there's a reason why this happened, and it's kind of funny. So do, do you remember when they first debuted uh, Mario Maker on the Wii U?
1: Uh, not like a specific trailer, but yeah, I, I'm a familiar. So
0: it was, it was a really well liked game. Uh, it did very well on a lot of YouTube channels and that kind of stuff. In fact, it's like a long running joke of just how difficult and just mind numbingly hard it was for some of the levels, uh, especially at game grumps like, uh, game grumps had a big long series of them just like failing constantly at some levels and uh it was just like a big thing but one of the biggest backlashes like of the game itself was the fact that there was no slopes and you're you know you're making the joke it's 2019 and all we finally figured out slope technology that was basically the joke hey it's 2015 and you guys can't do slopes yeah it's not like by the way there were slopes in mario 3 and Right, in 88, or not 88, or was it, oh yeah, was it 88 that Mario 3 came out, something like that, like, like, early 90s, late 80s, is we figured out slopes on Nintendo, and then, like, they're just not in, so there was this big backlash, which I thought was kind of stupid, It's like, okay, so maybe they just didn't account for it, because there's all this pieces and parts they gotta worry about, I don't know, but, what did, so, so Nintendo took that backlash and just said, "Hey, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna make a big deal out of this," and they did.
1: <laughs> but the, so, uh, the I find it amusing. The Wii U game never even had uh, you know developed courses; it didn't have like a campaign. It was just user credits. Right? Um,
0: there was no, there was um what they called the trainer levels or something like that. There was like a hundred levels that were made by Nintendo.
1: Oh, was that for the Um, Wii U version, too?
0: Yes, yes. The original one had, like, uh, a... a Maybe I'm saying a little more than... Maybe it was, like, 50. I don't remember, but there was actually, like, hey, this is, like, a one, like, world or whatever of of levels. And each one had, like, 10 levels. Okay. So... Or something like that. So... But it didn't have a story, right? It was just, like, literally just sequential levels. So... Right. That's one of the things. Yeah, now now we story. have a story. <laughs> it's
1: n- the Samba game. It's not really going to... And
0: I don't know. Like I, I, f- I find that interesting.
1: Because um, um,
0: Mario games aren't really known for their story. You know, in quotations, it's pretty well, cut and dry. It's all about the level design and the mechanics of play, not
1: the Just to, I mean, just the to do fair. a final note on the first game. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, it always looked, Mario Maker Wii U always looked to me like it was just an unfinished game that Nintendo rushed out to pad out their line out. It was empirically lacking. Um, cause like things like slopes were missing and like you couldn't like sort to find the right kind of courses online and I mean obviously their online wasn't paid back then, which was nice. Right, yeah. But like things like the water level too, which is also added in this game. So I—that's why I was never interested. Even though I didn't own a Wii U, I was never interested in buying Mario Maker because it just didn't seem like it had the tools necessary to make an interesting level. But with it's not just like a you know, bounce you around a bunch of spikes, death pits kind of meme kind of thing.
0: Right. Well, I mean, I don't know. I was excited for it. I've always loved Mario games. Uh, I think Super Mario World. Uh, as far as traditional Mario goes, being my favorite. I, I like Super Mario World 2 more. But That's more of a Yoshi game. Um, so, like, that, there's, the crazy thing is, like, to me, it was like, okay, here's just, like, tons of Mario levels. I love the different aesthetics and that kind of stuff. I'm not really a big fan of the new Mario aesthetic. You know what I mean? Like, whatever what they call that. What is that aesthetic? The latest
1: one. New Super um, Mario Bros. It's like the 3DS. Yeah, New branding.
0: Super Mario Bros. Yeah, I'm not really a big fan of that aesthetic. Because um, that one, I don't know, that one straight up feels more like bland and formulaic. They have
1: Mario the SNES ones. style on this. It's, or not the SNES, but the NES style Mario. <laughs> Nothing's uglier yeah. than that.
0: <laughs> that but that's ugly, but it has, to me it has personality, whereas the other one doesn't. Yeah. I just, that's just my personal opinion. What's well, everything Nintendo? Um, they make
1: it generic, plasticky looking.
0: Yeah, and well, <laughs> Mario. I, th- I think a lot of a lot of games do well to, with their aesthetics, especially like Donkey Kong uh, has been doing well with their aesthetics lately. And uh, um, what, what's what's the other one I was going to say? Uh, crap, Pikmin. So I mean, we haven't had a recent Pikmin game since three which was, gosh, we're we're six years ago now.
1: Um, Oh, yeah, that's right. Pikmin's weird because it's one of the ones, like, Metroid that Nintendo lets be photorealistic in a a slight way.
0: Right, yeah. So, Pikmin always looks really good. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of uh, that aesthetic, but we did get a new aesthetic in the uh, Super Mario 3D World uh, on the Wii U. So, cat suit Mario game, for those who are unfamiliar. Um... Which was interesting because it has its own separate thing. Like, you can't switch back and forth between it. It's, like, its own separate, like, level design space. Which is, like, for
1: me, why would you ever make a level in any of the other styles? They just look terrible compared to it. Because the Wii U uh, 3D World was when Mario 3D Mario games started looking really good in HD.
0: Right. Um, I, I won't disagree with you there. I just i really like the mario like three and super mario world aesthetic like those two like really hit home for me so like <laughs> i'm mean, like i'm probably gonna make a lot in those two aesthetics and maybe play around in uh the 3d world with stuff because it does have some cool mechanics like catsuit mario and you know, like that kind of stuff uh you know like giving the suit to various enemies i.e bowser <laughs> so like all sorts of crazy stuff. I don't know. I just like I like Super Mario Maker and the fact that they've made a sequel on the Switch. Um it's going to be if I can a day one buy for me. Um I'm just excited about it uh in general. Like I just I like Mario games. Uh I'm never I've never been like, "Hey, Mario are my favorite games." I never have been, but I still really like them. So I'm just excited and the direct got me excited because now we have slopes.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there <laughs> were some other features that I appreciated too, like the whole idea of night and how they it puts in different generally it oh, made yeah, the levels harder. The, um, like it, it would
0: angry sun, all that stuff. Yeah,
1: it, it's depending on the uh, sort of elemental uh, theme of the course. Like the biome, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, it has different yeah. effects like sand in this in the sand in the desert. It has a sandstorm brew and in the ghost house it makes it a dark level except for the little uh, flashlight flashlight uh, highlight yeah, on your yeah. character. Which is, you know, terrible in a side scroller. Awful. Um <laughs> why would right. you ever do? That? <laughs> I'm almost sad because that's gonna be like a lot of the levels online. It's gonna be like oh Um and, and like But hey, you can filter those out. Yeah, it makes ice slippery too, and, and the uh, Arctic, Arctic snow
0: levels. Low. Yeah, the Arctic levels.
1: Like I don't thematically, I don't like how this is coupled to night uh, and coupled to specific biomes. Like I wish you wish you could mix, mix and match with whichever you know wallpaper okay. you wanted essentially. But I wonder it's,
0: if they allow you to transition areas.
1: Oh no way! Through pipes. It's not. It's not thought out to that degree. <laughs> um
0: they let you do it for the water levels though or the scrolling levels I mean
1: Oh you mean the like sub areas you mean
0: Yeah I, I, I don't
1: know <laughs> I don't know We'll see So yeah I was just like really enthused by a lot of the features here not so much like the floating blocks moving blocks yada yada but things like those piranha oh, snake blocks in the three uh, D world, how you how they could chase you and you could like jump off of their heads. That can make some really intricate and like clever like puzzle platforming. Oh yeah, and
0: I hmm? I like the uh, the new dry bones can go in lava. The dry bone oh, shell is like a little boat. Yeah, I was like, this is amazing. Like. New Mario power-ups? Okay, I'm listening. Like,
1: Yeah, I guess it is sort of... Cause it's weird, because, right, the the new Super Mario Bros. series, uh, it's basically this now. It's Mario Maker games now, because they have their own levels, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. you know, 2D Zelda is remakes now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> remakes galore yeah okay um well that was uh th- for me like that was all i really had to say about mario maker 2 i'm just gonna get it um i'll i might you know if if i make some levels talk about them on here but i don't know when i made levels in the wii U era like i i had a, one it did okay like it was decently popular for like a week <laughs> right and it just and it just, it's just like okay but i didn't make any crazy stuff
1: I'm really interested in making just, like, uh, just things like, uh, just nerdy shit, like recreating sort of elements of the deserted island, or, like, making a big skeleton roller coaster like the Rotten Vale from, like, Monster Hunter, naturally. Mmm. Or, like, Zelda kind of themed things.
0: Yeah, I could see that.
1: It's just, yeah, it is kind of hard when half the things are floating floating rectangles and glowing like items. You can't make yeah. anything too thematic.
0: It's true. But you can try. It's not like Little Big Planet, I suppose. Not that free.
1: Um, so so did you play the original new Super Mario Brothers and the DS? No. Well, I really loved that game. I think it was probably the best, the most characteristic uh new Super Mario Bros. game.
0: I don't doubt it.
1: (laughs) Um, and then the Wii was kind of like, eh, but...
0: Yeah. It felt like that, and it was the first in that series for me, (laughs) like the new series.
1: Yeah, those are the two highest selling ones, but uh, in World 8, there was a bunch of, like, really memorable levels, and one of them was this vertically scrolling level where you're in this uh, sort of, like, maze of, um, like, volcanic walls and lavas rising from the bottom of the screen. So, mm. it's a. I don't think it's a scrolling level, but the lava chases you, and you, you can move up at your own pace. But, um. It, it had that gimmick from the original Mario Brothers, where you could go off the left side of the screen and come back around on okay. the right. Um. And you'd basically have to, like, navigate through this maze, and, like, it was a race its time. And, and there was, of course, those, like, collectible coins hidden, so you could take longer routes if you wanted. Oh. Uh, but you always had to <laughs> get out of dodge. Um, I just really loved that level. I thought that was really creative. And now with the vertical scrolling things, you can make something like it. Um, I don't know if you'd be able to do the like wrap around from left to right of the screen, but you know, th- there's there's ways of just designing the level around that. Right. And there's another huh. there's another cool level which was like this sort of flatlands. And there's very few like ground blocks on the screen. And the whole level is pretty simple. But there's enemies and it was raining meteors. And the meteors would destroy the ground blocks. So you had to race through before the meteors that kept spawning mm-hmm. destroyed the ground from under you. Um, I could
0: see stuff like that happening. I, I think I've seen a similar effect of like enemies that destroy bricks below. And you're trying to... I think I've seen that on one level at least in the in the first Mario Maker where they were shooting an enemy up from like a cannon or something like it was just like the, it was like one line of bricks so you had to basically beat the cannon or something like
1: that. Oh yeah, I think it would work if you take like a bonsai bill and like point it down at the level. Um, oh yeah. And like and and just have the ground. There's no ground. Just have it be all bricks. The thing mm-hmm. of that is, is that it wouldn't be quite the effect, because these meteors, they were falling from, like, diagonal angles and different things, and they would... Right. They'd have a scatter effect, and their splash damage, so they wouldn't just, like, punch a hole straight through the thing. They'd destroy a few mm-hmm. b- blocks in sort of a chaotic manner. So I... I gotcha. I don't know. I hope they had meteors or something. Okay. Because they have those some of those cool New Super Mario Brothers elements, like, um... Uh, pistons, spike pistons. Those are always fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also scary. Very scary. That's
1: why they're fun. <laughs> the best things in Mario are always the weird or, or like off-color things. Like especially about Bowser's weird BDSM, <laughs> like heavy metal aesthetic.
0: <laughs> hey, he likes the chains. Okay.
1: <laughs> he's always wearing the spike collars.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's a bad A. They want us to know he's a bad A. I
1: don't. Um, I can't remember. Does Bowser Jr. have a spike collar on him, too? <laughs> that would be strange.
0: Sometimes. Sometimes even has spiked braces. Hell yeah. It's, or bracers, I should say. Not braces.
1: Metal life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so. So, uh. As I mentioned, um, you know we we haven't gone a lot on what we've been playing this week. We skipped it last time uh, because of the Iceborne news um, that dropped. But uh, I've still been playing Titan Quest this whole time. Um, I haven't talked about it too much because I kind of hit a not really a slump. I was still playing it, but I kind of got like uh, I kind of got disillusioned because out of nowhere, like Wednesday of last week, and out of nowhere, as in no one knew until the trailer dropped and said, out now, here is Titan Quest's third expansion, Atlantis. Just dropped on Steam that day. And I was like, what? I've just coincidentally been playing this game uh, because I discovered Ragnarok through the the good old game store. And I'm like, what? How? What? So I was like, freaking out. Uh, Yeah, I was just like, "What? how does this happen? So like, I was talking about how unlikely it was that Ragnarok happened which was two years ago now that um, we got an expansion for at that time was a 11 year old game we got a second expansion for now a 13 year old game and it's like I don't even I don't even know how now here's the thing I haven't got to that content so I've only had it uh, less than 24 hours now because good old games took like about a week and a half to get it. Oh, they and,
1: put out gosh, the
0: Alliance from, expansion? So, yeah, they they got it. Oh, um, that's great. Good Old Games does. Yeah, they got it yesterday. Um, the reason they cited was there was a lot of bugs. So it wasn't tested and just released on the Steam version. So the Steam version had a lot of bugs. So as right. those bugs got fixed, uh, Good Old Games was ensuring, because like, they're like that, they wanted to make sure games work and that kind of thing. Um,
1: like, what is it? Every other distri- di- digital distribution service?
0: yeah yeah including <laughs> right um so they so they want to you know make sure it works and stuff so I finally got my hands on it yesterday and my gosh the game is like I, like I said I haven't gotten to the new content but the quality of life changes is like going from Monster Hunter Generations to Monster Hunter World oh, really? it feels like oh my gosh yes like it's so amazing because they they didn't um first things first they didn't add any new masteries to make new classes they just added new skills at the top end so you have to level up more in the same mastery to get new skills so like that kind of stuff which is normal for an expansion like hey here's new classes or here's new skills and that kind of stuff was pretty light uh, but that's okay because the quality of life stuff night and day so Used to when you were dealing with stuff in your stash and that kind of thing, which is you know normal for like Diablo-like games like this, like hey, I put some items in the stash. They made it so you can right-click and put things in the stash, which was not a thing before. So if you had to move a lot of things, you had to click it, pick it up, drag it over. Oh jeez. So like, it was just an an annoyance I had to deal with, right? It was just like like one little annoyance, but like so many of those things existed that it was like it took a long time to play the game sometimes and now it's got all sorts of stuff like for instance uh, one of the things I couldn't do I have two monitors that I work off of uh, when I'm playing PC games and or you know editing or all this kind of stuff I like to watch YouTube while I'm playing games or watch Netflix or something so I'll have the game on my big so you're saying you're a um, human yes I like doing I like listening to something while I'm playing the game because the music is you know, not always great so i'm playing the game i have to tab out because it locks the, the the cursor onto the window and and it had a pension for crashing if i was doing something when i tabbed out So if i was trying to respond to someone on the discord or just do something else on the computer the the game didn't like it before now i don't have to touch anything anything i can just move my mouse over and click on something else and do something else while the game is running and it's so amazing (laughs) so it's these quality of life changes of just playing the game have just been so much better like all sorts of ui updates uh,
1: added to the patch notes patch notes
0: oh yeah like a lot of this a lot of this stuff has been added to those uh Patch notes to to, to describe with a uh, you know what's been done. One of the biggest thing though is there's a loot filters now. Didn't have to use. Didn't used to have loot filters either. Hmm. So it's like, hey, I no longer want to see the crappy yellow items that drop. And for sake of brevity, item tiers are in different colors. It goes gray, which is junk. White, normal. Yellow, magical. And eventually you stop caring about that, then it's green, blue, then purple. And then, like, eventually you're only going to want to see the green, blue, purple. Mm -hmm. And they have filters now to filter out stuff. So now I'm, like, playing the game, like, I don't have to look at that. And now there's tool tips on the items on the ground so I can look at a yellow and say, I don't really want to pick that up because it's not going to help me. Like... All sorts of stuff and just I'm so excited. I haven't even got to the new content.
1: So the sound so, I guess you haven't got to the new content, but it sound's more like a quality of life change than I mean than, than a total overhaul um, No, it's
0: not a total overhaul, um I guess you don't by have any a means. The game the Yeah, the game the game itself still plays pretty much the same. Um you uh, like the I know what's in the new expansion I've you know I've obviously read the notes I've seen a couple of videos on it too um they added like gambling in the new expansion which is like at the end game you used to have just like a shit ton of money and nothing to spend it on or like any not a thing that would even put a dent in your money now it's like hey you can now spend 15 million gold at a time which sounds like a lot but like I mean, like, most of my characters are sitting at, like, 200-something million, and they're not even through the second difficulty. Okay.
1: <laughs> that's... I, f- I feel like they didn't balance the totals for that properly.
0: No. I know, but that's why they put a... There's now a gold sink in this gambling. So you, so can, you can spend...
1: You can do, like, smaller and numbers know. and get the same effect if you just lower the prices, you know?
0: Right. Well, I mean... Before this gambling item, there was nothing. You just had tons of gold, and, like, I think the most expensive thing was increasing your stash the final time, which is $500,000. Like, okay. You get that before you beat the first difficulty. Like, you, and you don't even, like, what am I even going to spend it on anyways? It's not like you have to repair your items or anything. Like, <laughs> like it's just like, there's not a lot of gold uh, sinks in the game. I, I will say one thing. Uh, of all sort of like ARPGs like this, like Diablo and that kind of stuff, um, most of the time vendors do not have items worth your time. Um, like, in any game that I've ever played along these lines, it's like eventually the vendors just become obsolete by act two. It's like, <laughs> why do we still have vendors like at all, other than to sell stuff to you? Um, but Throughout every you know every step of the way of the game, um, there's at least items that are at parity with what you are doing, um, and they don't always have good stuff. Like I said, you don't even want to see yellows after after a time, but they will occasionally have greens, which is about the highest they'll have. But it's greens are super awesome at times because greens um, they're the only things that have like hey here's like 25 uh extra strength and you're like and strength is like a damage stat for most physical characters and it's like okay i'll do that (laughs) like so it 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 is uh useful in that sense but even then the prices of those items are just minuscule compared to what you normally get so yeah that's that's titan quest uh and landis in a nutshell um Brother and I are still also playing characters together. We haven't got to play too much. but uh, Oh, I guess there was something. Uh, we don't actually have it on the agenda. I'll just mention it. Um, I put this on Twitter. Um, the, the Commander League that I play in for Magic. Um, I got second this week.
1: Woo, yay, yeah.
0: So um, what they do is they total up points for a finals night and then that finals night you're separated into the either the top four table because they're four player games and the top the bottom four so like the only the only top eight get prizes uh technically i was placed fourth so i was the last seat in the top table um and then the bottom table is fourth uh you know fifth through eighth so i was placed fourth uh i got second so the 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 pricing is determined by the results of that one game on finals night um the guy who was in first got first and then i got second and then my brother who who's gotten first the past six or seven seasons got third Oof. and then uh another friend of ours got fourth um and it was kind of funny i only got it because i had um I had this card that says hey when you ever you play a resource gain a life and the, the guy who killed us all at once killed us by damage like simultaneously but incremental damage not like all you know like he'll do a thousand damage to everybody it was like one 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 like that so and it ended up being the first guy got knocked out was fourth and third then second and uh, I happened to be the most life because of that one card so oh, so he still won. That's how I got second. But you just
1: like <laughs> life I did nothing it out. to get it. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Okay, I'm much sh- like I'll take back those claps. Let me reverse clap.
0: <laughs> hey, I got to the top table, okay? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Man. So yeah. There's some weird stuff you can get up into in card games, like some really Cheating oh, yeah. strategies, let's say.
0: Well, I also played a brand new deck that had never been played, um th- you know, that I built. Like, I used to, I, I've talked about this a couple of times, I only play one deck at a time. That's no longer true. I built three new decks, and I literally rolled a die to see which deck I was going to play at the finals table, and my brother was calling me crazy because, like, it's the finals table, and they don't have rules now. It's like, no the gloves off do the worst thing you can to each other at this table and i was like "No, i'm just gonna roll to see which one i play because i kind of want to play all of them and he was like you're stupid and i'm like whatever i got second because <laughs> <laughs> i gained life twice <laughs> oh man but yeah that's 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 it um so, how has how uh, Ace Combat 7 been going? Oh
1: man, so, I Beat the Game it is difficult to talk about, it Oh, it's all spoilers. Um, sure. But, there are some things that you will recognize at the game, no matter which part of the story you are in. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler to say uh, I don't really care about spoilers for things that don't have stories, and most games don't have stories, really. Um, right. You just have opening and finishing cutscenes. But this game seems to have one throughout, which is appreciable. Um, okay. Not sure what the themes are exactly, but, you know, it, it was entertaining. Um,
0: the theme is action movie?
1: Bah, da, 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 ha, da, da, da. Uh, yeah, it's very uh, very hype, let's say. The missions, yeah. there's about a score of missions, and they're only, you know, like between 15 minutes and a half hour or usually airing on the shorter side. Um, so it's, it's a relatively short game. But I wrote, what I liked was each mission had unique objectives. And it wasn't just, like, the one objective and then you're done. It was, like, shifting between uh, different objective types and, uh, uh, like, Sure, like, so, like stuff will,
0: is happening and you're reacting to it kind of thing?
1: Yeah, like, you're, you'll complete, like if, like, if you do a bombing run, um... You'll you'll do that, and then maybe you'll uh, like ships will sail in, and the ships will start firing on your forces, and you'll have to evade missiles and take out the ships and escape uh, while you're like guarding some plane or something like that. Okay. Not sure why you would do it if guard planes above a bombing run, but that's an example of how it's spoiling the game. Thanks. <laughs> I'm trying. Um. <laughs> yeah. So, and and the missions are timed, too, so that also contributes to being a very short uh, way to play, but it's, you know, it's really, I mean, it's definitely, like, an adrenaline uh, rush, because, um, there's a setting you can turn on, and I never tried it, but you can turn off, like, max collision damage, so theoretically you Mm -hmm. can just, like, ricochet off of walls and, like, kind of be, like, a bouncy ball playing and (laughs) break your immersion, but... So it's
0: like playing bowling with the bumpers?
1: Yeah, but the the kind of hard the not hardcore the true way to play it is is if you if you hit a plane or a wall or in anything you're gone. Um. So it is very Which much
0: makes sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it is very much yeah. like you're on the edge of your seat because there's certain missions where you have to uh, do some really precise maneuver. <laughs> oh man! I see. Uh. And yeah, it's just, like really good. Um. The control you have over your plane is something that I don't necessarily agree with. Because the main mechanic okay. in the game is flying behind enemies, right? And then shooting missiles at them. And because you're fo- behind them, the missiles have a, a, a degree of auto tracking on them. They'll have a harder time missing. And it'll be harder to evade. But the turning in the mm-hmm. game is limited by, like, your, you have a plane upgrade tree. And you can get newer planes. And certain planes are just, like, worse. Like, they have worse handling. And I'm not sure okay. I agree with that. I, I don't know if it's realistic or not. It probably isn't. But it's it's like an RPG element, but I don't know... It's, it, like, you're just bad when you start the game, essentially. Like, you're very... Right. You can fly straight and not that quickly. Hmm. But but yeah, it, it's not. Sh- I'm not sure it's really fleshed out as much as I want to the like precise movement of it. Uh, but you know, it's still it's still fun maneuvering thing. Like because the thing is, you can get into dogfights, right? And you're each trying to get behind each other, so you just kind of end up circling each other like you know the yin yang symbol, and like you're always turning yeah. and you're not really getting anywhere. There was a mod I found really helped uh, because there's if you break and turn you'll do a high G turn and like you'll see like the air like uh, actually like uh, uh, like distilling into like a visible white because of how fast it's rushing off your wings so that's like huh. the the pinpoint turn uh, mm-hmm. and in this mod you can get uh, uh, because when you break Monero you, you're gonna stall eventually so it extends the amount of time you can do a high G turn before you stall so and it, it does it by a lot so you can really improve your maneuverability with that because you have to essentially like either you break and you like fall behind an enemy and fire on them or you like s- uh, swivel around and then, and then look at them from a good angle and fire um Okay. yeah man just this game too it's just like it's just really satisfying to fire a missile and wait and then wait and boom and you like you feel the rumble uh, just through the audio alone. And then just, you see mm. like the fireball. And like I was saying, like, uh, planes explode in the sky and then they sort of fall out of the explosion cloud. And there's like debris, like you see different parts of the plane. Uh, yeah.
0: The debris gore. Kind like of thing. fireballing
1: yeah. out. Uh, huh. yeah, there was a fun name they had for it a couple of games back. Um, oil, oil yeah, carnage or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We talked about it a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious.
1: Um, and just the music, like there's a bespoke, bespoke score. There's like unique music for each stage, and it's just really inventive. It's it's like a, like a lot of guitar music, sort of, like sure. you know modern sounding. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds um,
0: America, fuck yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. In,
1: well, you are, you are Osea, which is basically like alternate world America. Like they're the interventionalist yeah. nation with like military well, bases everywhere.
0: I was uh, I was referencing that uh, the the whatever something force the puppet show.
1: America song world police.
0: Yeah, world police. Yeah, because there, there's a song in there called "America, Fuck Yeah." <laughs> it's basically guitar riffs. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> maybe maybe not quite that attitude. Yeah, uh, this game takes itself pretty seriously. Um, okay. Which, you know, I like. Um, but yeah, the music, the score, it's, it's, I really appreciate how diverse it is. It, it's It's—it's a lot of rock music, but it, they, they bring in a lot of different sounds and, like, things to fit the mood of the mission. And, like, hmm. some of the tracks are just, like, you know, when there's not a particular mood uh, put onto the onto the proceedings, they're just, like, upbeat or, like, they have... Like a little bit of a, like a jazz vibe or like a different sound to them. And I, I just think it's really good going through the campaign to have, uh, that music uh, underlying all the like radio chatter and gameplay because it just, uh, I, I think it definitely adds to the, uh, to the, to the experience, let's say, of, of going through the campaign.
0: Yeah, I can get that. I, I see that, yeah.
1: Because, you know, you, okay. at the very least, you want to go to the next mission to, to hear the next uh, track while you, uh, you know, shoot tanks and etc.
0: Right. Huh. Okay. So, um, um... I guess we can talk a little bit about... Uh, Arc-tempered Nergigante from Monster Hunter World. Um, So, I was inspired Iceborne stuff. I just want to get back into Monster Hunter. Um, And, of course, uh, my first attempt, first, like, time setting foot back into Monster Hunter World, I attempted to solo 18 Erg and uh yeah it didn't go well <laughs> uh, and then I tried to do some other quests uh I just started to get my feet wet and the first thing I actually ended up succeeding in um decently was I did a uh I actually it's it's an optional quest I think or cause I didn't have any investigations I think I just did a quest uh, that was like a story quest or something um that was uh Diablos and Black Diablos simultaneously Oh, yeah,
1: in,
0: the, uh, in the this desert, is desert Yes. I did that to sort of get my feet wet, and also Diablo is still my favorite monster. So just sort of like, okay, get back in the swing of things. Um, so then I, I worked myself up to actually going online and try, attempting a AT Tenergigante. And at first I was responding to SOS posts of randoms, um, trying to get into SOS calls. How'd that go? And one? not super well however i did switch it to to which i don't see the difference but i did i tried it anyways is um doing it alone um firing an sos flare into my quest uh and doing it that way that actually seemed to go better and i don't understand why because it's still the same random people joining my quest um but I did that uh, quite a bit the other night. Uh, I want to say Friday night or Thursday night. One of the, no, I think it's Friday night. Um, it was in a quest and we actually succeeded. Uh, and I was like, "Yeah, I got it." And then Haru, you were like, "Hey, let's party up and try some more."
1: Oh so yeah. So I forgot my how fault. my
0: headset. It's it's not your fault. <laughs> it's my fault. So. I go to plug in, so I have a wireless headset, but I still have to plug in the USB part of it into the PlayStation, to the front of the PlayStation. I forgot how the PlayStation 4 ejects discs, which is literally a hand wave in front of the stupid thing. And I'm on the quest reward screen, and it ejects the disc.
1: Perfecto.
0: And I'm like, this isn't this isn't okay. Like, this is just not good and I was like I was really mad but uh, you probably didn't hear it too much harder. I mean I was complaining but I was like I was like m- m- very much more angry than I was letting <laughs> And not at you obviously I was just like this sucks I finally did it so, no, I uh, could, I could we, tell it
1: was bothering you <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean it, so, would. it would just do that to anyone
0: so, so we played uh, a bit and we didn't succeed that night um, but last night, uh, I did succeed, um, with randos again. Uh, I think it was only my third attempt last night. It was not very many tries. And, uh, yeah, did it again. Uh, had a great group. I do believe that we had, um, I think the makeup was a bow user, a heavy bow user, heavy bow gun user. Sorry. Me, myself as longsword, and someone had charge blade. I think that was the the makeup of our team uh and i think we did it it was like 24 minutes i put it on twitter um did it i was like yeah it's awesome we did it uh it was very tough fight i think we only had one faint, and it was me um because uh i ran out of stamina trying to run away from the uh what i call like the sudden super dive uh, where he we talked about this before where he chains a sort of slam slam into the ground between attacks
1: um, so yeah this would be a good opportunity to start like talking about the fight itself um,
0: well there's one more thing I wanted to say so I got done and I, I, I looked at the I was like yeah I got it I posted it on twitter and that kind of stuff I go to the armor shop and I just hate every single piece of 18 erg armor just like every other AT monster, I'm just like, Ugh, just why? Why does this all suck?
1: Like, <laughs> I mean, some of them are good, but you know, like here in a Balzac, like why do you really need thunder resist or thunder attack? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, like
0: I just, I just don't. The uh, I guess the legs are good for attack up. There's like three attack up on them.
1: Well, so, okay. Okay. um the new attack it gets. I think it only gets one new attack um but it's this right. little hop it's like super it's ridiculous it's, it's stupid um it, cuz it literally like goes up and it comes right back down and you have about yes. as, as long as it took for me to say that of time to react which is nothing um
0: I do believe I I so I started trying to count how long it is I think it is a 1 second wind up which is extremely fast
1: yeah cuz it's like like half of that second you're like Recognizing that it's even doing that movement, because once it goes right. up, it, you, it's a split second, and then you're hit. Mm-hmm. It's not the most damaging attack, but it is a decent hit, so it's not. <laughs> it's really kind of crazy. Um, the other changes to the fight is it is it starts in the kind of crystal, uh, Dodogama's area. Now mm-hmm. and under those crystal pendulums that you can prop for like max damage, so obviously you have to hit both of those, or else just I mean just restart the fight. Like it'll be so much more work. Um, and then it kind of goes into the lava areas before finally retreating to its uh, to its den.
0: Right, yeah. Which going to its den, you don't want it to happen because the den it gets even more ticked off and harder to fight. So that was a good good portion of it trying to run to its den and us purposely trying to stop it because we knew the fight got harder once it got there. So people were flashing it. We were hitting it with a uh, um, crystal burst, which splunches it out of walking, like all sorts of um, crazy stuff to keep it from getting there.
1: In that junction area too, b- between the sort of Ner- Nergante's area and the lava caves and Kushala's area. Uh, mm-hmm. It spawns a random Elder... Well, not random. Either Teostra or Kushala. Uh, yeah,
0: one of the two. And they have yeah.
1: a scripted uh, set-piece battle. I think it only damages them, so it's more of like a... But, but the thing is, those, those Turf Wars, it's so rare for um, an Elder Dragon to spawn in an Ergagante hunt. Because you can only have right. really one on the map at a time, unless you're in a Lunaster or Teostra hunt under some strange conditions. Yeah. I don't know why they made that limit for this game, but anyway, it, it's, it... um... You basically never see those those turf Wars you saw in the trailer, but now they're giving people a chance to. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's, like, some ridiculous chance for them to spawn. Like, you literally fight Nargante like, a hundred times, and you're gonna see it, like, two or three. Once.
0: Yeah. Um... So did you, so have you succeeded at this fight yet?
1: Um, yes, I succeeded with a group, uh, just, I think just random people who then disbanded because, you know, why can't we have nice things? things. Right. Uh, Um, so my first run in it, I was just, just going, going hard with long, going hard. Um, and I just, you know, I was fainting a couple times, just dove back in. And I got it to skull. I got it to back to its final mm. area, and I was like, you know what? No, I want to do this pure. I don't want to use the temporal mantle. <laughs> and damn it! I don't. Damn it! If I don't, I didn't use it. Die within the first few seconds of its area. Like it wakes up and slaps me. Oh my me. gosh! And like I get, ugh. So that's that's ugh, frustrating. I'm curious. What is he- can you isolate what about it is harder and in, in the last area? I because mean, I know it's faster that, overall, but other than that,
0: uh, it it that the time for its dive is halved, or even worse. Um, so when the spikes get black uh, on a Nergigante, it goes for the what is it called? Heaven's Ruin is the name of the attack.
1: Yeah, we got a fresh. Where it flies up in
0: air and does the super dive. Which is weird. We talked a little bit about this before the show. It's the only attack in Monster that we know that has a name from a monster. Or maybe they have names, they just never talk about them that much. It's kind of weird. But anyways, um, so it does the super dive, which is sort of like its killer move. And it's been that way since it, you know, was never AT. or just like regular Gante, not even tempered. That's a dangerous move. Um, and it was sort of like the the noob killer <laughs> for a long time. Um, that's,
1: that's an accurate, accurate way to put it.
0: Yeah, so like it was um, it was a pretty intense attack um, already and now you're basically doing it like twice as much in that area. Um, I think it's also the fact that it's a smaller area. Um, most of the other arenas that you fight in Narragati you have a lot more room. And, uh, as a result, because it's a small area, there's not enough room, not as much room to, uh, sort of get around his pursuit, I should say. Like, even, you know, when he's not doing his big dive, which does take a lot of room, the, uh, like, the way he sort of, like, tracks you down and smacks you, like, if you have more room, you can sort of, like, run away from him and he'll, like, tr- he'll, he'll only follow you for so long and then try to hit you, uh... And like it's like a jump and then a couple steps forward and then a swipe but like in such a small area you kind of have to go at him to get away from him <laughs> like <laughs> there's not a lot of room to sort of like get around him right so and then of course there's always the danger of hitting each other right with certain moves so th- it's just it's a cramped area um it also has the spikes that keep falling on the crystal spikes they can hurt you and if you're unlucky, they can stun lock you, and so you can't dodge out of the way of certain moves. Um, I've seen parties get wiped because they got crystals falling on them, and they were ready to dodge the super dive, and they were stun locked from the crystals. And then they got super dove. Like,
1: you know, <laughs> that area. I think it's like I think it's easy to say. It's like the coolest place looking in the game, coolest looking place in the game. Because it's just that that mm. huge like. Like this like converging spires and it's like this arch of like these little glass like yeah. obsidian crystals. It's so cool. Um Yeah. Yeah, it does look a little bit dorky, how there's just those spikes sticking in the ground. <laughs> and it's like, well don't stand here. Um and yeah, with some of those environmental hazards, like they should damage you, right? Giant falling rocks and like giant crystal icicles should should hurt you pretty bad. Yeah. I mean that make it harder, but you know it's just a knockback. It looks kind of silly uh, as is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, hmm?
0: Was to say it's just it's just an all around tough fight. You know it's it, Nergigante before you know being arc tempered, just tempered Nergigante was you know not a pushover, and then you become. Even harder, and it's one of the big things I don't like about Arc Temper. Just yeah, you get, you get the gamma set, woohoo! But like, I don't like any of the gamma set, and I just feel more, It uh, feels artificially more difficult. I'm just, I'm just ready for Master Rank, is all.
1: <laughs> I like, um... I like doing Nergaunte and Temper Nurgante because they don't have too much health, and if you go in with like an all attack focused longsword set, you can. I can get them in I can kill them in like well not three minutes, but three to four minutes. And I can get them to the skull yeah, like I, pretty quickly. Like I
0: was getting sub four minute times on tempered Nagigante, I know because I was crown hunting him. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, like just putting on the evasion mantle and foresight slashing a bunch is really good. Um and yes. it's that's really good to you to break his um to break his spikes, just to long sword the, the, the round slash itself. Just that, you, sort of, you come yes. around and you slam it, and that, that attack is really easy to knock off spikes with. Yeah. Uh, that's the hardest yeah. thing about timber is that unless you're playing in solo, like, good luck breaking its spikes, because it's regenerating so quickly, and they're becoming black. And yeah. after black, you can break them, but it's it's you're doing so little damage, it's really hard.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're no longer benefiting from weakness exploit at that time, too. So.
1: Yeah, exactly. And everyone runs weakness exploit. Um, I mean
0: cuz it's one of the best skills period like
1: <laughs> Yeah. The the other thing I liked uh about this above a lot of the uh tempered monster hunts is how they uh brought the remix to the uh Is it the Nergagante theme it uses? I can't really
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's it's definitely a remix, that's for sure. It's decent.
1: I mean, yeah, I just love whenever because music takes... You can't just, like, be a guy sitting near a cubicle and make a song, right? Um, no. It takes... It unless takes... it's sort of really crappy, a remix. But it's, it's like a new composition, and it's yes, performed, and that's not usually something you see. Like, what is it, a year and four months after a game has been out?
0: Right. Well, I mean, it's not like they haven't been working on Iceborne this whole time. But, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, that's true. But that, I mean, that makes that's what separates Monster Hunter from a lot of games, is that it's always always evolving, right? And like things like how they've released new songs with the with the seasonal events, and with um, uh, I guess I guess just with the uh, uh the updates the monsters that came out
0: yeah. I'm trying to think. Back. So,
1: Soundtracks confuse me so much. Like, the, the way music is mapped to games is in games is insane. It's it's so crazy if, territory.
0: So we have gotten, not including Arc Tempered because to me that's not a new monster, but so we've gotten Devil Joe, Kulve Teroth, and um, is there anything else? Lunastra. Those three. Those are like the three new monsters we got.
1: Well, yeah, but then they started doing the collaboration crap, which took their effort. Um, but they are technically oh, new Oh, so monsters. then we have
0: Behemoth and Leshen, also.
1: Yes. That just bothers me because I'm a purist, and I like the monster setting more than RPG think, du jour of the day.
0: <laughs> I think uh, my next goal is to, to actually defeat um, Behemoth. Because I haven't done that yet either. It's not...
1: That hard if you have a good group. It's just so group dependent. Um Yeah. I would say, Arch-tempered monsters is obviously aren't new monsters, but they are, no. the ones of them that do have, like Arch-tempered Norgogante, that's a subspecies, that's a new subspe- subspecies. It's, I mean, it's more than most subspecies of fast game, like Green Norgogogante. It's green! It's angrier and more aggressive, like, okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't defend Green Narga there, but technically, it still counts against the same monster count and the crowns. Uh, the um, too.
1: oh yeah, and we got so we got those five like actual additional monsters, and then yep. Extreme Behemoth. Well, I don't know if Extreme Behemoth had any new actual uh, actions, but
0: uh, besides Death Counter, no. <laughs> right, <laughs> utter Death Counter.
1: But um, yeah. But the Greatest Jagras gets some of Kulftroth's animations and yeah. Ancient Leshen is actually a new fight or a, or a version mm-hmm. of the fight it has new, like that trap attack. Yeah. Um. And then just like uh, tempered Nergante, Tempered Xenajeva, and Archtempered Kulftroth, I think. Are the three mm-hmm. that like actually changed. Yep anyway it's funny to me that (laughs) still funny to me that Jagras (laughs) got this like ridiculously I am become tiger stripe Zamtrios fight
0: (laughs) right it is kind of a ridiculous fight
1: I can't I don't know if it's canon exactly It probably doesn't matter, but it's just funny. It's uh, beating up on the big, big bad DLC monster. Right, So
0: I think Uh, that's
1: everything for this week. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a lighter week. Obviously, we didn't get the big trailers dropped. Uh, Like I've been, I said mostly for me, it's just been um, Titan Quest. I guess you could count uh, the Mario Maker 2 Direct. Um, I, even though we're excited about it, I don't really see that as big, like, ooh, news. It's just like, no, I'm, I'm interested. Have but. you
1: guys, <laughs> I bet no one listening to this has ever seen a new Super Mario Brothers game before. But that's completely new to everyone. It's like first-time footage. I,
0: I, I, don't, I don't see that happening until Switch 2. <laughs> I don't see that happening for a long
1: time. Mario Maker 7. Bowser's a girl now. We put Bowsette in. Mmm. <laughs> I don't even know. Mm. What was that even about?
0: Oh, Bowsette? Yeah. That was from the, uh... Toadette mushroom.
1: Oh, right. The, um. the new Super Mario Brothers. You... Remake or not uh, re release,
0: yes, that happened and I totally forgot about it. But yeah, Bowsette became a thing because they were like, Hey, instead of putting it on Toadette, where she looks like Peach except has mushroom hair, let's put it on Bowser. Like, yeah, some people got carried away with that. I think even NCH even did something on it. Like, (laughs) it's just uh yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Well, yeah, that, I think the wearing power. It
0: it, it it immediately became a meme for sure. <laughs> um uh, yeah. Uh so I guess that, that is it for today, uh, today. so um this is uh, One, and you can find me on Twitter, at Uh You'll probably see some of my exploits of dive- delving back into Monster Hunter and flipping out about Titan quests, because I'm into ARPGs, apparently. Um, so I will see you guys on the next quest. And on that quest, where will we find you, Har?
1: Oh, I'm at the Canes, Gran on Twitter. Uh, yeah... I've been tweeting more recently, but it is like again a lot of retweets. So you know, Fire beware. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I've retweeted a contest for uh, you. I don't even know what you can win. I just know it was Titan Quest related from THQ Nordic. And I'm and
1: excited. My about Twitter to right is great. There's no filler content like Forge ones. Yeah. I mean, I'm nothing but. you
0: <laughs> <I> feel like. <laughs>
1: Ow. Ow, too real. I mean, I do post, like, hey, I'm gonna
0: be hunting here in 20 minutes.